It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. The Bengals are keeping the light on for Larry Ogunjobi. James thinks the Bengals might be following the Warriors blueprint and Evan McPherson kicking from the other side of the 50 to wrap up OTAs. You are locked on Bengals. Your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. Together, we're the Locked On Bengals podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Thanks for hitting the subscribe button, the follow button on those audio platforms. We're on all of them if you're listening on your smart device on your way to work. And we're on YouTube as well, so... You can go check us out in live Technicolor, I guess recorded Technicolor on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. And we appreciate those of you who make us your first listen. James, a fun little grab bag of topics to dive into today. The first one of those. Larry Ogunjobi, the light is on in Cincinnati for your return, assuming the health checks out. And you have an interesting little theory. As a basketball guy, the Warriors just won the NBA championship. And you see some parallels between the Cincinnati Bengals and your Golden Ooh. State Warriors. And finally, Evan McPherson kicking from the other side of the 50. I went and did the, the investigative work individually, but then Jeff Hobson just wrote about it. As a 63-yarder, we're going to talk about that to finish up the show. But starting with Larry Ogunjobi, this has been something that we speculated about all offseason that, yeah, there's still a chance that Larry Ogunjobi's back in Cincinnati. At various times, it's looked more and less likely. 
the least likely when it was reported that he had signed a deal with the Chicago Bears that would put him around $13 million per year. Since then, he was voided. His contract was voided on a, on a technicality, on a failed physical. And he's been on the market ever since. And then the Bengals drafted Zach Carter. BJ Hill signed his deal. And it didn't look terribly likely until media day. And Alex Kappa took his pictures in both numbers, 66 and 65. DJ Reader saying, that's a great teammate move in case Larry's back. Do you think it means anything? <laughs> I do. Absolutely. 100%. However you want to say it. And real quick, I, I should have reminded you, but happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there or uh, belated Father's Day if you're listening on a Monday, which a lot of you probably are. But uh, yeah, I, I do. I think it matters. I think it means one that DJ Reader in the rest of the Bengals locker room has somebody has talked to Larry and I think it would start with Reader. And that the the bridge is there, the the path at least is there for him to return. Now, is he 100% healthy? I don't know. Uh, are the Bengals interested from a front office standpoint? I don't know. But it sounds like Larry Ogunjobi is interested in returning because DJ Reader and Larry Ogunjobi are really good friends. And so why would Reader somehow, and I assume he's the one giving the message to Alex or, or to, to Kappa, how would that happen if, you know, I don't think Larry Ogunjobi texts Kappa and was like, hey, make sure you wear two numbers on media day, right? I think that message was relayed and it probably came from DJ Reader who talked to Larry Ogunjobi. So I, I do. I think that that um, is at least a sign that it could happen, that the path is open for it. And why not? Larry Ogunjobi had his best year. He was about to get the bag. Didn't work out because he got injured in the postseason. The Bengals still have a need there. And if you're Larry Okunjobi, you know you can be productive in this system. Sign another one-year deal. Come here. Ball out again. And get paid. And maybe it is in Cincinnati. Maybe it changes and they look at it and they end up keeping on. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm not saying it's not. Uh, but, but you certainly can audition for all 31 other teams. And you have a chance to win a ring, which you would not do uh, or not really have a realistic chance to do with the New York Jets, who he visited, or with the Chicago Bears, who you tried to sign with in March before you failed your physical. Yeah, just 28 years old. Just looking at the player himself, we know what he did with the Bengals last year. Had seven sacks, was a primarily three-technique defensive tackle who was used as a penetrator, one-gap shoot up the field, try to make havoc in the backfield, try to disrupt plays before they can get started, and made some really big plays for this football team and is clearly held in high regard in the locker room. And then you look at it from a cap perspective, and if it's the same deal he signed last year, the Bengals can make that work. Sitting around $16 million, just shy of $16 million in cap space for 2022, we've been wondering, James, where is this money going to go? This is more than they typically roll over, and the cash spending is far behind the marks we thought they would get to despite their free agency acquisitions of Leo Collins, Alex Kappa, Ted Karras, Hayden Hurst, and on down the line. Despite that money spent, there still seems to be some money in the banana stand or the piggy bank at Paul Brown Stadium. And so this could be one place it goes. It could go elsewhere too. We've talked about a number of positions that we've thought they might address with the player here, a player there. But I think Larry Ogunjobi is one of the possibilities and I think he fits with their financial situation as well, if that's the direction they choose to go. Who do you think should be more interested? 
in in a reunion the Bengals with a clear need at three tech or Larry Ogunjobi given where he's at in his career given that this is a huge year for him to reestablish his value if, if he's ever going to get that long-term type money that he was hoping to get this offseason to me as I answer the question I think it's probably Ogunjobi needs it more but I, I think you could argue either way and that's why I think there's a a, a realistic shot of this happening it's really hard to tell what the market for Ogunjobi is. You don't hear about that sort of stuff outside of the first week of free agency very much. The rumor mill at this point, the NFL offseason isn't very focused on what individual, you know, substar level players are doing. Larry Ogunjobi, a really good player, but you're hearing about the Joe Burrows and Tom Brady's of the world at this point in the NFL offseason much more than you're hearing about the Larry Ogunjobi's of the world because this is a dead time in the NFL media cycle. So you got stuff like, the NFL network going week by week for every team to predict records <laughs> and, and stuff like that right now. Not like, Oh, Larry Ogunjobi's agent is getting calls from, you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or something crazy like that. But, but you do hear about the visits when they happen, when he went to New York. And I do think New York is a good opportunity. They have a really solid defensive line with a good defensive coach. And there's some good potential there for a guy like Larry Ogunjobi to have a big year. That being said, I also see the opportunity you're talking about. But for players, it's really hard to say who needs who more. I think for Larry, it probably comes down a lot to who's giving him the the best opportunity to maximize his career mm-hmm. in terms of both financial security and you know the the, the prestige and, and opportunity to win. Could that be Cincinnati? Absolutely. And I think you made a good case for why that would be the 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 spot for him that would make a lot of sense. And I think that that's the edge the Bengals have. There's a lot of uncertainty in free agency or or when you take a new job. All of us have taken a new job. You get there and by day three, you're like, man, this is not what I was anticipating or expecting. If he goes somewhere else, and he very well could, he doesn't know what his role is going to be. He knows here. He knows exactly right. what, the, you know, and that's uh, part of it. And if you're not a big money free agent, well, then there's even more uncertainty surrounding what your role could be in a new place. So just another edge there to the Bengals if there is a Larry Ogunjobi battle. And I'm not sure there will be, but a battle for his services at some point this offseason. And you know Bengals fans would love it. Larry Ogunjobi, very popular with the fans in just one year and with his teammates, as we've discussed, in that Cincinnati locker room. Coming up next, James, we're making a basketball analogy. The NBA Finals have just concluded. And so what better time than the present to draw comparisons to another champion and see what parallels exist with the Cincinnati Bengals? We'll go there coming up next. There are parallels. And speaking of parallels, if you're looking for the perfect ring, well, you should ask Steph Curry because he's got four of them. But uh, you should also go to BlueNile.com because they are a one-stop shop for all of the wedding jewelry that you need, whether it's engagement, whether it's wedding bands, whether it's just, man, i got to surprise her with something special because our anniversary is coming up or because of birthdays or whatever the occasion, BlueNile.com is perfect for you. And they're going to help you because I'm no diamond expert. You're probably not a diamond expert. They have experts on hand that can assist you via phone, via chat, 24-7. Not 18-5. They're not there Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. No, no, no. It's 24-7 at BlueNile.com. So make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked on Bengals listeners are going to get 50 bucks off any order of $500 or more 
with promo code locked on. It's that simple. BlueNile.com promo code locked on, and your package is going to come in a discreet, uh, or your diamond is going to come in a discreet package. So she's not going to know what it is, whether it's a ring, whether it's earrings, whether it's a bracelet, they're going to have it for you. So check them out. BlueNile.com. Shop stress free. Ask for help if you need to with their experts on hand at BlueNile.com. Promo code locked on. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card there's a golden state warriors just won the nba championship four to two and yeah baby didn't have the greatest odds going into the playoffs some parallels there with the Bengals, who still don't have great odds to go back to the super bowl Mm -hmm. in 2023 but you're the basketball guy. I'm going to let you set this up because not only are you a basketball guy, you're a Golden State Warriors guy. And you see some parallels between the way that the Warriors have set up their team going into this season that ended up being a championship season and what the Bengals are doing in some ways going into 2022. Yeah, first off, my condolences to all the, the Celtics slash Bengals fans. There were a lot. They hit you on, on Twitter for sure. I mean, there, there was a decent amount of them that said, hey, I'm a Celtics fan and also – um, a Bengals fan. I know Lonnie has listened really, I think since like day one of locked on Bengals. So uh, shout out to, to Lonnie and the rest of you. Um, that being said, yeah, there are parallels because in October, you know, September, October, the, the warriors, it was like, okay, they have Steph Curry, Draymond green, Clay Thompson's going to get healthy. And yet they have these young guys. Should they trade these young guys, the Jonathan Kaminga's, the Andrew Wiggins is the Gary Payton's, the Jordan pools, trade some of these guys and get another star because they're in win-now mode. And we're not necessarily talking about that with the Bengals, but what the Warriors said is, no, we're going to roll with the young guys because we want to be sustainable long-term. We want to compete this year, but be good in 2023 and 2024 and 2025 and keep that window open. And with the Bengals, what are the three spots we're talking about? Wide receiver four, which I want them to address. Uh, defensive tackle, which we led the show with with Larry Ogunjobi, specifically three tech. But you could make the argument for another edge rusher, no doubt. Uh, and then offensive line, if they signed a veteran tackle like Riley Reef, would we be mad? No. If they signed a veteran guard, uh, whether it's Quentin Spain or someone else, you know, would we be would we be mad? No, absolutely not. Center, same thing. And, and so, what the Bengals are doing, and they've done this in recent years. But it's different now because the title window is open. Is they're saying, look, we're banking on someone to emerge at left guard. We think that Kwame Lassiter could potentially be future wide receiver four. And maybe not now, like right now. Maybe it's Mike Thomas or Stanley Morgan Jr. or one of those guys. But we like what we have. And so I think they're going to sign someone in one of those areas that I just mentioned, position group-wise, and it might be Larry Okunjobi. But do I think they're going to sign three guys, a receiver, a defensive tackle, and an offensive lineman? I don't. And and so that's the part of it where you're – the Warriors, it's different because they had already won and they're, they're, they're older and all of those things. But the Bengals, I think they're going to, much like Golden State, bank on their young guys 
to play starting level snaps in certain areas. And that part uh, is going to be quite interesting. Like Jackson Carmen or Deontay Smith or Cordell Volson is going to, they're going to play a thousand snaps if they're healthy this year. One of those guys, I'd be pretty surprised at this point if it's not one of the youngsters at left guard. And the same thing might go for defensive tackle. What if they don't sign Larry Ogunjobi? It's going to be more snaps for BJ Hill, but Zachary Carter is going to have a role. And that doesn't mean a starting level role, but a role much like the Jonathan Kamingas and Gary Payton the seconds and all these guys had on Golden State that ended up helping them win the title. So we'll see if the Bengals are right. I hope they're right because it's uh, it was fun going to Super Bowl 56. And well, I've never been to Phoenix in February, so that would be pretty fun. Yeah, and there are some some differences as well, right? The Bengals. And, and this just is a function, I think, of the NFL having much larger rosters and, and different team building than the NBA. Sure. But the, the Bengals did go out and, and add three veterans on the, on the offensive line. They added a ton of veterans on their defense when they remade their defense over the last few years. Not as much this year, but their entire secondary outside of Jesse Bates, much of their defensive line, Trey Hendrickson, DJ Reader. BJ Hill coming from from other sources and and now they've they've also got Sam Hubbard of course who uh, recently we we saw some nice praise for Sam Hubbard as one of the best defensive run stoppers if not the best defensive run stopper at the edge in the NFL uh, I think those are PFF numbers via Joe Goodberry and so there there's some differences or some similarities the the veteran leaders on this team there's no Steph Curry on the Bengals, right? There is no real Clay Thompson or, or or even Draymond Green. Like all those guys that have been there and done it so many times that that came up through that program. Sure. So there are some differences there, but I hear what you're saying about the 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 parallel of the young guys. So so who is the Andrew Wiggins gonna be? The guy who's coming into his own in the in in the league and and starting to make a mark and winning some big games after having you know the the high profile draft status and having kind of a meandering career to this point you know who it like you mentioned that in like what if eli apple took another step like that would be the level that would be the level though like andrew wiggins was a punchline punchline and when the warriors traded for him it was like man that's like the worst contract in the league so that would be one where it'd be like, if it was like Apple Island by the end, and he was like, he was you know just like crushing it and had you know six interceptions this year. And I'm not saying it, it'll happen, but most of these guys haven't been, you know, weren't top picks that were deemed busts and then bounced back. And Eli did flash last year, of course. So if he took a step, that would be the guy uh, that instantly came to mind for me. Um, the other one, Hayden Hurst. First rounder, and, and I think more people see this one, right? First rounder, has the fickle, physical attributes. It, it hasn't worked yet, um, but that's that's it for Andrew Wiggins, right? Is Had the physical attributes, hasn't worked yet. People question his motor. Comes into this culture, this system with the Warriors, and by the end, he's given Jason Tatum fits. Who knows? Maybe Hayden Hurst is giving uh, the Ravens fits and the Chiefs fits and the Bills fits uh, when it matters most. So. I would say those are a couple of candidates. Um, I will say this, though, as far as the Steph, and I know he's not, you know, he's 10 years younger, eight, no, nine years younger. Uh, Joe Burrow is nine years younger than Steph. But there are a lot of the same leadership qualities where they like get along with everybody. 
Um, they're fun to play with. I, you know, I, I, the, you don't get the drama with Burrow, and you're not getting drama with Steph Curry. He's not LeBron, where he's going to be passive aggressive as a leader, and I don't think Burrow is either. And God, LeBron fans are going to crush me now for saying that, but um, I, I do. I, I think there are similarities there from a leadership standpoint. Steph Curry and Joe Burrow, even though there's a, a you know a decade between them. Yeah, here's some similarities between Steph Curry and Joe Burrow. They're both really accurate at throwing balls into hoops, into into wide receiver windows. And that's they're, they're team leaders. Those are the two. Those are the two big similarities, right? I, I think they're, that uh, they're both six know, three, right? Are is they? Burrow six three or is he six four? He might be six. I thought four. he was taller. Um you're not gonna see he's Joe six, Burrow four. chewing on his mouthpiece. So there's a difference. And uh I think I think Steph's a little flashier. Than Joe Burrow, but maybe Joe, as as his career, oh man, I don't know, goes dude. on, we'll get a, we'll get a little flashier, a little more. Joe's pretty flashy, man. In his display, yeah. All, yeah, but not not on the field so much. Like Steph, Steph, very like turning around after shooting a half court three that he knows is going in to get back on defense, kind of thing. Like when he he scored the touchdown against the the Steelers, I've used this image a ton on all Bengals, and he's hitting his chest, like. Yeah, I, I think we'll see a little more, a little That'd more pizzazz from from Bro this year. Now that he's Get a healthy, little fully healthy, a little more personality as he feels more confident in himself, more secure about his place in the NFL. Maybe he'll start chewing on a mouthpiece too. I don't know if he looks at people, people hate for, that. I know no, that's why I, keep I, I don't. It up. Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> uh, and by the way, just, just to clarify for our new listeners, I'm not necessarily a Warriors fan, but I do love Steph Curry. You're so. not. Get, get not not a I'm a Steph fan. If okay. Steph, if Steph comes to the Bengals tomorrow, well, good. Then there might be a Steph jersey right here. I don't know. Good clarification. Another parallel with Steph Curry. Those that hate Steph Curry probably hate this show. So apologies to you, Evan McPherson. Really good from really far away to wrap up Bengals OTAs. We'll talk about the Bengals kicker and some Darren Simmons comments to wrap up the show. Coming up next, Bet Online is where you need to go right now, and you need to sign up for free and start wagering. Why? You can make money. I'll tell you right now, I bet on the Warriors to win the Western Conference and the NBA Finals before the playoffs. And I don't even know if I actually truly believe they would, but I love the odds. And that's the beauty of bet online. It's quick, it's simple, it's easy to wager, and you get paid when you get it right. And believe me, I got paid, ladies and gentlemen. So bet online is a one-stop shop for all your sports betting from Major League Baseball to the NFL right around the corner. The NHL playoffs, the Lightning as we record this down 2-0. Can they recover in the Stanley Cup Finals? We'll see, but you can wager on them right now. I'm sure you're going to get good odds at Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from UFC to the NFL to Joey B being MVP. So go to Bet Online right now. Sign up for free and start wagering today. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. 
Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. The parallel to Steph Curry is that he shoots threes from places that most people don't. Evan McPherson kicking field goals from spots on the football field where most players do not. They... There was a picture of Evan McPherson that was tweeted from the Bengals Twitter account and was on their social media channels that showed a, a close-up from behind of, of Evan McPherson kicking a field goal from the logo, from the midfield logo, and being the investigative individual I am, I pulled up a nice overhead shot of Paul Brown Stadium, figured out where he was in the B logo, what yard line that was. It was the own 47. And, and figured out that it was a 63-yard field goal attempt. Ooh. And then Jeff Hobson just went and wrote it. So a bunch of people responded to me like, yeah, it was 63 yards. Here's a quote from Jeff Hobson. And I'm like, yeah, well, but I I did the work. I did the legwork, guys. You don't, you don't trust me. What's going on? He made that field goal to send the Bengals into vacation. And that in and of itself is a topic. But along with that, I thought really interesting were Darren Simmons comments and Evan McPherson's had a bit of an up and down camp where he was, you know, nine of 13 one week last week, two weeks ago. Now, I guess on, on field goals, he wrapped up camp going 15 of 16, including making that 63 yarder to wrap things up. But that came after a miss as well. And Darren Simmons, despite all this has, has like a, a piece of, of advice for Evan McPherson, he needs to be a better practice kicker. He needs to be more of a self-starter. And McPherson, mm-hmm. of course, being the young kicker he is, is, is probably learning about how to do business the way Darren Simmons wants business done in the offseason. But all those things aside, 15 of 16 with a 63-yard long for the last week of OTAs is pretty impressive. Darren Simmons, and, and this is me speaking for him, probably shouldn't, but I will, has been the Bengals special teams coordinator since what oh three you know the whole marvin era um and obviously with zach now evan mcpherson has a chance to be the best Bengals kicker ever not just during darren simmons's time but ever and so and by the numbers as a, a rookie certainly looks it but i think what simmons is doing here is saying all right i'm gonna maximize you you got some swag to you i see the talent i want to get absolutely everything out of you and, you know, I think if you gave Darren Simmons truth serum, that's what he's doing here. And sure, you know, I watched those, some of those misses, not all four, uh, the week prior or five or whatever it was. Uh, but I watched some of them. And there are going to be some misses in camp, especially when you're switching snappers and holders. It's, that, that part is going to, to happen. And I wonder, do they bring in another kicker uh, to, to kick some of those? Because you're going to want to get as many snaps, as many holds as possible and that would be nice to to test those guys out. But um, Evan McPherson is just so damn talented. And I, that was the one of the least shocking things. Oh, he drills a 63-yarder. Like, I'm not saying he's going to do that a bunch this year. But and maybe I should put the hot take chain on for this. I haven't put it on in a while. But he kicked a 58-yarder last year, 
what's the over under for an Evan McPherson long field goal this year? I'd put it at 60 and a half and I'd probably take the over. Like, I think he's going to just break his record from last year and, and kick a, a 60 plus yarder. The thing about that particular over-under that makes it challenging is the only time the Bengals are going to send Evan McPherson out there to kick a 60-plus yard field goal is at the end of a half. And so they would have to be in that position at the end of a half. And it could happen. End of a game? A a half. So first half, second half. A half. Yeah, that's true. You said a half. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 60 is reasonable if they're in that situation, though. In his career, I think it'll happen at some point. Like, at some point, that'll happen. But in a season, there are probably only 30. Well, how many how many halves are you finishing with the ball? Maybe maybe like 20 opportunities, if, if you're lucky, right? 17 games, 34 halves, maybe an overtime that goes down to the wire. So if you're lucky, you would have maybe a little bit more than half. If you're unlucky, a little bit less than half. So... You know, 14 to 20 opportunities where the Bengals would probably even try it. Unless Zach is so confident in Evan McPherson that on fourth and 15 yeah. from, you know, the, the 45, he's comfortable sending McPherson out there for a 62. I mean, imagine if that becomes a norm and they need to make a new category in field goal splits. Because currently the field goal splits go like 0 to 19, 20 to 29, 30 to 39, 40 to 49, 50 plus. And for Evan McPherson, they have to do 50 to 59, 60 plus. Yeah, it, it would be what the Tucker McPherson rule. I assume Tucker can, I mean, because he's just insane. Yeah, but I don't, um, uh, I'm going to go look. I don't know if he's kicked. I'm going to go look. He's kicked a 60 yarder. Oh, yeah. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker is, I mean, he is the Steph Curry of, 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 oh, kicking. yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, okay. Yeah. 66, but that was this year. Prior to the 66-yarder this year, or it was last a game year, winner. It was a game winner, by the way. 2021. Yeah. He'd only kicked one. His longest field goal prior to that was all the way back in his second year in 2013, a 61-yarder. And outside of that, he has a bunch of 50-plus on his resume for sure. And Justin Tucker is great. But wow. those are the two, the two that stand out, 66 so, and 61. So they don't kick many of them. It, it, to your point, to, to yeah. your point of the over under, if it's 60 and a half, so maybe it needs to be 59 over under even, 59, even then or 58 for and a half. Yeah. I, I would put it at 58 and a half, which is what he did last year. Cause Tucker, his, his longs per season are over 57 only with the 61 and 66. So if it was Tucker and you gave him an over under 58 for 58 and a half for his career, mm-hmm. he would only have hit the over twice. And maybe McPherson's just got a stronger leg. And well, and that's the thing is it, going back to the the Darren Simmons. He may say, "Look, I have a kid who I've never seen that you know this level of talent, including Tucker." He may think that, and you don't say that. You you push him and you and you ride him and you try to get the most out of him. And maybe he does end up. Could you imagine, like, if the Bengals have Burrow, who's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL for the next decade, and Chase? And then they have this wet in Higgins. I'm not going to name everybody on the roster. You know who's on the roster if you're listening to this podcast. And then you have this weapon at kicker that's just – I mean, he was great last year, no doubt. But if if he can, like, kick 63 yarders at PBS in, in September and October, and depending on what the, the weather's like later in the year, dude. Because that's where he kicked it. He kicked it from inside the stadium. It wasn't the practice fields. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It was really hot. 
people kept talking about how hot the field was 90 degrees coming off that turf is much hotter yeah it, it was it was much hotter there on on tuesday i enjoyed yeah. it though exciting to see what's coming for evan mcpherson this year darren simmons continuing to crack the whip like really driving the special teams unit and and talking about these uh these young guys in particular is needing to take a step cal adamitis needs to learn how to block it's not just about delivering a pretty snap says darren simmons drew chrisman needs to be better in team drills can't just do what he does in the individual when he's working directly with darren simmons so these young guys looking for them to take a step talking about coverage units all have work to do talking about this isn't the time to take a week off. And that message has been consistent from Zach Taylor, from Joe Burrow, like, yeah, get your rest, but this is a time to continue to make sure you're getting your work in like Joe Burrow, who's traveling with his trainer right now. And that message is carried over to the special teams unit as well. That's going to do it for this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. If you need more NFL content, since we're only on three days a week for a few more weeks, Lockdown NFL still going three days a week or sorry, still going five days a week. You can catch James Rapine on one of those days and get the rest of our Locked On NFL host. Every Wednesday, baby. Every Wednesday. The, the latest and greatest around the NFL. So you can check that out for your second listen. We'll be back in a couple of days with Matt Harmon of Reception Perception to break down the Bengals' star-studded trio of wide receivers for some great analysis from Matt Harmon. And that'll be next time on Locked on Bengals. Until then, thanks for listening. Hooday, and have a good one. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked on NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.